This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, up early on a Wednesday morning is Josh Lambeau, the Jacksonville Jaguars kicker. Aren't we all if you're doing a morning show or if you're a professional football player? Hey, Josh, Taz in the moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Josh, what's up? Absolutely. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Good, man. Yeah. So what's the, what's the routine, man? What's the routine? You, I got to know. I got to know. What's the, going into a kick, how yeah. do you get ready to relax? You just let it rip. What's your deal? Give us the whole breakdown. Yeah, well, <laughs> in the past couple of years, I've been studying a lot of mindfulness. Uh, which has really kind of helped me kind of, for lack of a better term, zen out during nice, the kick. Nice. Um, you know, I really try to do the least amount of thinking as possible. Thinking gets uh, gets yes. kickers in trouble. So just kind of rely on your preparation, rely on your uh, on your muscle memory, and don't let the situation get the best of you. At the end of the day, it's still a snap, it's still a hold, still kicking a stupidly shaped ball through a yellow uniform. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, you know, to play along with that, you know, Josh, if a guy like Matt Gay called you, right, the Buccaneers kicker, um, you know, a rookie coming out of uh, Utah and a fifth-round draft choice, missed a, a chip shot field goal that would have won the game this past week right. for the Giants, you know, and it's kind of fraternity when you look at kickers. What advice would you give him, Josh? Um, you know, I'd probably give him the same advice that I got from Adam Vinatieri uh, last year. We were playing away to Indianapolis. I missed. I missed, uh, I think we had a PAT blocked, and I missed a field goal, and we lost by three. Um, and so I, I uh, texted Vinny after the game and said, hey, man, got any advice for you know, a young guy who's kind of feeling like crap after letting the team down? He's like, hey, man, I missed a kick, too. I almost lost the game for us as well. Like, how do you think I feel? You know, it's just one of those things that happens, and you got to keep on going. I think, personally, you know, one thing that – Kickers get in trouble with is when they miss, they feel like they need to reinvent the wheel and kind of go back to their, okay, how do I change this? How do I make this next time? It's like, well, man, you had a bad kick. Like, I'm sorry, that happens. Tom Brady throws interceptions, gets strip sacks, and he has God knows how many championships. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. That stuff happens. It's a part of sports. You know, obviously, you'd want it to happen the least amount as possible, and some kickers are just going to be naturally put in that position more than others. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's your job, and you got to keep on performing. You know, you got to go in for workouts on Monday, keep your head high, and, and you have to portray with a confidence that you can, if you have that kick again tomorrow, you're going to go through and nail it. I know you try not to feel it, Josh, but do you feel it at the end of a game when the pressure's on? I mean, do you have it where you don't want teammates saying anything to you? I mean, but, you know, when you know it's a big kick game on the line, I know you try and get into that kind of zen mentality, just focus right. on the snap spot and kick. But you know, do you think? Do you give your? Do you think about that, how meaningful the kick is at all? Yeah, I really try not to. Um, something that Kevin someone said when I was at Texas A&M that's always kind of stuck with me. He said, "Nervousness is for the unprepared," mm. which I thought was actually really profound. Because if you're nervous, I think having nerves is okay. Being nervous, right. though, in my position means I don't know where the kick is going to go. And if I go Monday through Saturday the right way, and again, if I trust my muscle memory, if I trust my talent, my skill level. I know where that ball is going to go, so it doesn't matter what the scoreboard says. Gotcha. Well, all those things you're speaking right there, Josh, is confidence, right? You got to have that confidence, and and you, you're, you're exemplifying that, you're showing that, and and that's the thing too. Like I always wonder too, 
uh, as you watch kickers like yourself, elite level guys like you, and that NFL kickers and stuff, and and you, we see when the opposing coach, you know, it's a couple seconds left in the game, and the, the you know Lambo's got to get this for us for us to win this game, you know, for the Jags, and then right. the opposing coach freezes you, you know, he calls a timeout, you know, yeah. and I'm thinking these kickers, I'm assuming this, guys like you are so locked in and so confident that that timeout. It's almost like it's kind of like the the regular thing. Does it really bother you? I mean, I feel like it shouldn't bother you. Yeah, me personally, it doesn't. Um, but I think that also goes back to routine. Um, I think, you know, when guys miss that second kick, it's because they didn't do their normal routine. So maybe they went out there and they made the kick or the snapper didn't get the ball back there in time for them to get a practice kick. Um you know, they stay out there on the field for, you know, three minutes or whatever it might be, or two minutes, or it seems like three minutes. Right. Seconds. But you don't practice that way. You're not standing out in the middle of the field for a minute during practice and then going to get a, a kick. Right. It's like, get guys, it's like get guys out of fitness or something like that. You know, you, you're <laughs> swinging off to the side, you're swinging off to the side, you jog on, you make the kick. So I always have my practice kicking that at the end of the field where I'm going because mm. if that scenario does arise, I can sprint off to the side, get a kick right into the net, and then jog back out like everything's fine, like there wasn't even a timeout call. Nice. We're talking to Josh Lambeau, Jaguars kicker. You know, Josh, as we transition away a little bit from kicking, a teammate, right? How do you handle everything that's surrounding Jalen Ramsey as a teammate of Jalen's? You know, that's kind of the beauty of being a kicker. I don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Yeah, in your own world, right, man? You just do your own thing. Ball, kickball, man. That's that's all it is. That's all my job entails. I don't need to know what defense we're running, what scheme, if it's a nickel or a dime, or I don't even know what the heck that stuff is. So, (laughs) (laughs) it's like I go out there, I do my job. I'm a good teammate to my teammates. I try and be a good encourager. I try to pick guys up when they're down, and I try and make my kicks. That's really my only responsibility. So that's that's cool. But you keep your head at you keep your, you don't even you don't even think about it all though, Josh. When a guy as talented as Ramsey's requesting a trade, I mean, yeah, I think about it. You know, I, I like I don't have anything personally against Jalen. Um, I like him as a person. Obviously, he's a heck of a player, and you know, anybody, all thirty-two teams want him on their team. He's that you know right. elite level. Yeah. Um, and I like him because I've gotten to know him over the past couple of years. But I understand the business sides of things from both the uh, from with the professional side and from the player side so right, right. you know ultimately again it's not it's none of my business i try to stay out of that stuff as much as i can again because when i get myself wrapped up in that stuff that's when i think performance suffers and so i just whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen my opponent is still the same again it's that stupid yellow you in the sky <laughs> and, you know obviously i want Jalen on my team because he's Jalen ramsey but you know, I also want what's best for him. And so right. sometimes things can get sticky. Sometimes things can get messy. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're there to win football games. Right. And I'm there to make kicks. So and, that's, again, all I'm really going to worry about. And that plays into what you said, Josh, about your focus and about locked in and, you know, and, and mentally being there because that, that's it. You have to stay focused on kicking that football through those uprights. But the one thing that's tough to ignore down there in Jacksonville is uh, the Minshew mania, man. I mean, this, 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 right. your quarterback, dude, the mustache, the, the cutoff yeah. denim shirt. This guy's a, this guy's a trip. He's got to be a hoot in the locker room, right? Uh, he is everything that the media is portraying him to be a boss. He should be a kicker. <laughs> the way he is, you know, he's, 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 oh, he, he definitely could be, that's for sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely, um, 
you know, Josh, when you how about the, the the mindset of this team right now? Um, you know that that's uh, you know you're coming off a, a nice victory last time we saw you last Thursday night against the Tennessee Titans. How about where this team is right now? Uh, I think we're in a really good spot. You know, the first two weeks we got some you know a couple of bad results. Um, one was closer than the other, but you know, all that really means is that we have two losses. You know, when we lost the first game to Kansas City, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well, the only thing that means is we can't go undefeated. Hmm. You know, just because you lose the first game or two has no, I mean, it has some bearing, but doesn't have it doesn't define your season. Right. Um, and, and so I think getting that win on Thursday, national television, Thursday night football against a divisional opponent that's had our number the past several years. Um, you know, I, the mood in the locker room is buzzing right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling bad for Denver if I'm not right well, now. Let me ask you this, Josh. <laughs> yeah, and we're talking to Josh Lambeau. Jacksonville Jaguars kicker is on. I was our special guest. And, yeah, I love the confidence, Josh. But listen, dude, so you're going to Denver. Now you, as the guy, the kicker, I mean, altitude. You're, you're playing there mm-hmm. in Denver. Like, is that a concern or take us through that mindset? Uh, no, it's not a concern. It's definitely an advantage. Um, I really, you know, I think the forecast has weather is supposed to be really nice, uh, especially when it's warm. I mean, you get anywhere from five to seven extra yards on your ball. Mm. Um, and so I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it's, I mean, it's good. And certainly we've seen a number of record kicks out there in Denver, whether it be, uh, you know, Jason Elam and, and the likes mm-hmm. of guys that have been able to kind of put the ball, Sebastian Janikowski as well. So. Uh, guys that have had certainly kind of record-setting days. You know, Josh, it, it's interesting when you look at that Jacksonville community, and Coughlin means a lot uh, down there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, down in Jacksonville. You know, being around, you know, the former Giant coach, now executive with Jacksonville, you know, a little bit, What what's impressed you with Coughlin's uh, influence down there in Jacksonville? Um, I think the, the consistency within the little things off the field kind of defines Tom Coughlin. Um, you know, everything from, you know, when we step in the building, we have TC time. We have Tom Coughlin time. All the clocks <laughs> in the building are literally five minutes fast. And, and if you're late, then you're late. Like, there's, yeah. there's no, oh, well, it was, it's actually standard time. So you still made it. It's like, oh, your ass is getting fine. Sorry if I can't say that. But, <laughs> That's um, all you can say. You, you just can say it. You're fine. You're good. <laughs> um, you know, and so just the attention to the detail. Because I'm a big believer in if you take care of the little things, the big things take care of themselves. Right, yeah, um, yeah, and so that you know that reputation kind of precedes him, and it's, but you know getting to experience him through J Fund events and through other charity events, um, yeah, he really is a top-notch guy. He's scary as all get out when he's in the locker room. <laughs> I bet he's a, he really is an awesome person. Does a lot for the community, and uh, you know I think Jackson was lucky to have him. Yeah, hey, so let me ask you. I, you know, so on my fantasy team here, dude, like, I, you know, we, yeah, you know where I'm going. We have a connection. Okay, you're on my you're, you're on my guy. I drafted you, bro. You're on my fantasy team. So, Dude, mistake, man. Justin Tucker all the way. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing there, man. No, 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 no. I, you know, I'm a Josh Lambeau guy. You're my guy. You got me 10 points last week. Um, I'm counting on you to come through big this week uh, out in Denver. It's important. Okay? Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to tell Coach Marone that I'll score touchdowns in the red zone, man. Yeah, Josh, speaking of Coach Marone, oh, um, you know, he is certainly, uh, you know, a guy that's had success down there in Jacksonville. Last year was a very, very difficult year. You know, speak mm-hmm. to the, you know, speak to your head coach in terms of, you know, the, having the year of this team and, and the job that he's done. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Doug. Um, yeah, I can't really say that I've had that feeling in the past um, in, in terms of my head coach. So I'm 
excited to have a guy that I want to work for, that I want to win for, that I want to make kicks for. Um, really, same thing with our special teams coordinator, Joe DiCamillis. I mean, he really is, you know, the first specialty coach, even me going back to being a goalkeeper. And I'm like, okay, like, I want to make this kick for him. Like, that, that's my coach. That's my guy. Um, it's a really good coaching staff in Jacksonville, but I think Doug has done a good job of adapting his style of coaching with what our players need. And I think it's maybe taken him a little bit to realize that that's what we need, but he's certainly making those changes in the locker room this year, and it's, it's being felt. Again, the first two weeks, we're, we're really unlucky, but you know that what we showed out last Thursday night, I think that's the identity of the team. Yeah, and, and no doubt. And, and Josh, final one was, you know, you hit about it. You, you said you don't know if you can necessarily say that about other guys. I'm not looking to call out other coaches that you played for, but what separates Marone from other head coaching experiences that you've had? Um, you know, he, he, he wants to get in and know his players. He wants to chat with you about more than just football. He wants to know how your wife is doing. Oh, how's the new house? Um, you know, you see him out at, like, local concerts in Jacksonville. He and his wife, like, they want to have a good time. They're good people with, you know, I think that's the hard thing that people, even that are listening right now or people that see us on television, like, we're not just these, like, science lab experiments that you just watch through a glass. Like, we're actual people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I think Doug, he's he's a real person. He's a human. He shows that side of himself. And uh, I just, I connect with him. I like him. I vibe with him. Uh, well, Josh, we appreciate the time this morning. Good luck at practice today, uh, and make those kicks for Taz's fantasy team. All right? <laughs> all right? You guys got it. Thanks right. so much. We appreciate it, Josh. Good it. luck. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.